0: And this is Paige, and welcome back to the So Rude Podcast. I'm so excited you are tuning in for another episode. Today, I have another special guest joining the show. Taryn, known as Token Genius, was a former podcast guest. He appeared on the show back on episode 14, where we dug into his experience as a musician from the New Jersey area. He's also a creative, and I've known him since college. He was the creator behind the intro music for the show today. Today, we're going to do a deep dive into his experiences as a creative and a musician. Please help me in welcoming Taryn back on the So rude podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me back. Nice to chat with you once again.
0: Yeah. Thanks so much for coming back. We're so excited to have you. I felt like the first episode was such a great way for us to get to know you as a creative and the things that you're experiencing. And I'm really excited about the topics we're going to dive in today because a lot of people listening to this show might also identify as a creative or a musician. And so, yeah, I'm really excited to dig in. But before we get into that, I just wanted to ask, how have you been? We're still in a somewhat pandemic. How has life been for you?
1: It's been all right for the the most part, weighing positives and negatives, positives being still in Good health and you know, pretty financially stable. As I'd been considered essential at the start of this whole thing, so I hadn't stopped working. And then uh, also getting ready to put out this uh, second album, 20 Wanting. Um, oh, is that the title? Uh, yes, the album title, formerly known as Album Two for the longest, uh, is now actually 20 Wanting, which is out on all platforms.
0: Oh, I love that. That's such a creative title too. And I am interested to hear how you chose that title, but you mentioned you have a new album coming out. You have a single out now. Let's dig into that. I just have to give you props. The fact that you're creating your own music and you're putting out songs and you're putting out albums and you're putting yourself out there. I think that's so amazing. And so many people are too afraid to do that.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: And I did, I actually saved your single on my Spotify. So I've been listening to it. I love the sound. So you're producing the whole thing yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh I'm like wrapping up right now. Like I have a few more songs to mix.
0: So the single's called Disconnected. I found it on Spotify. I love it. I love the beat. I love the vibe that you created for that. So what was it like creating that single? What kind of came to you first and, and how did you develop it?
1: I knew I'd wanted to sample something from a friend's band. That band is Whip Sales Ahead, also out of the Jersey Shore area. And that song, Pixelated, it really spoke to me. That song is more so about the music scene and the internal competitiveness within it. But I also felt something in the first chorus, which I ended up sampling to kind of use as the chorus, where I felt it related to being isolated or disconnected, people not really being genuine with you, which after the first couple of weeks quarantine you can start to feel that way, you know, not being able to interact with other people. That's around the time the song was written, very, very early into a quarantine. It really started with that with sales ahead song.
0: Very timely for what a lot of people have experienced over the course of the last year with the pandemic.
1: Yeah. The main difference was like that song, the song I sampled, pixelated, is like referring to How they, as a band, felt kind of not necessarily fitting into this subgenre or this subgenre, but then having to navigate that within such a close, competitive music scene. In my aspect, it was more so feeling distant from everything where... Don't want to bother people because I know they have their own lives, relationships, career things, you know, single, childless, and very much focused on my future career, I would hope at this point. But feeling like uh, I don't want to reach out, but I need to, in a sense. And this song was a way of doing it. So, yeah, it, where that song deals with external issues surrounding the band. This song, Disconnected, really deals with my internal issues. The volume got turned up on them right at the start of quarantine
0: yeah, it's an outlet. You're able to express the things that you're feeling. And and I think a lot of times guys in particular feel like they can't talk about, I feel like I'm not measuring up, or I feel like I'm falling behind. And, and guys sometimes feel like, oh, I can't talk about this subject when it's something so many people feel. And if people talked about it more, they wouldn't feel so alone in that respect. So are those similar topics carried into the album as a whole and like the whole project?
1: Yeah, I would think so. The title... 20 wanting comes from me pretty much at the start of 2020 before we knew what the year would bring. Asking myself questions about my 20s because I'll be turning 30, you know, God willing, everything, you know, this year. Fingers Um, crossed. Yes. So I was using this as a chance to reflect on my 20s, you know, the first full decade of adulthood where you probably go through more drastic changes than in your youth, just because you're now, you now have different responsibilities, your body's probably in a different space than it was. So yeah, it's really asking myself, well, what do you want going forward? You know, so it's 20 something, sometimes feeling like, you know, 20, nothing. And so like oh, yeah. in the middle with 20 wanting, you know, it's aspirational.
0: Yeah, I love the title. I think that's so catchy. I can already see merch or super cool graphics coming out with that title. What have been some ways, whether it was through your writing or over the last year, that you've kind of like worked through identifying what those things are for you?
1: Uh, A lot of it did come through the writing process. But another thing was understanding how, you know, the big ticket artists, you know, who may have had big plans in 2020. Also had their words turned upside down, as well as independent musicians who really thrive off of live music revenue, who now suddenly at a crossroads from this unprecedented event. Just understanding like that, no matter the level, be it professional, amateur, major label, indie, or what some people would consider a hobbyist, but in my case, just not yet professional we're all dealing with it in some capacity and having to adapt so seeing examples of how some artists and bands have tried to adapt or at least made a point to connect to their fans during this time those have been helpful examples
0: you're right this past year it paused everyone some people have tried to adapt and some people haven't done you know, what we consider anything, they haven't released anything to the public. And I think it's going to reward the people that have spent the last year working on new music, honing their craft, picking up a new skill. Those are the people that are going to see a lot of growth as we come out of this pandemic era compared to the people that were like, I'm just going to sit around and wait, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely. It was cool seeing how some artists, they're now more accessible in a sense, You know, they would leverage their following on social media to be like, all right, well, I have more time. Let's make this uh, a semi-regular thing or I may hop on Instagram Live or something like that. Or we may do like a live stream from our home or from some kind of studio location where you get kind of the feel of like maybe an intimate live show, like at a smaller club. So things like that, just, you know, Figuring out how to step outside the box, use the tools that you have.
0: Do you feel like you're comparing yourself to major artists that have these labels that have these endless budgets just to like throw everything out there? Does that affect you at all? And how do you deal with that if it does?
1: It's not necessarily the music industry, it's like just seeing peers who maybe work in different fields, and I'm seeing the progress they're making being able to do kind of what they set out to do, or at least, you know, take a next step towards that. Like where in my case, I kind of feel like definitely making progress musically. I think people will hear that. Just because I take a lot of time in between projects as an artist, because ultimately my I plan my day to day to be music production and artistry is just kind of the scratching the itch, if you will. But yeah, it's been more so grappling with the fact that peers I grew up with are, you know, starting to see some of the fruits of their labor, you know, putting in that work and paying their dues, so to speak. And for me, it feels like I've had to just try to fit music in around, you know, other things so that, you know- Yeah, right. Like that's been the main thing I had to grapple with. And it was kind of good that it took a while to even go through the writing process for this project. Like I set out to do it a little bit differently. Like I set it up like bands would do because they have to set up, you know, studio time and they're kind of limited. They have to have the writing and arrangement kind of already in mind. They have to practice and rehearse together a good amount so that when they get to the studio, it's not a bunch of wasted time. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was a similar thing. Focus on the writing and arrangement first. Really make sure you want this stuff you're saying to be on the project. Make sure you live with it. Then record and then go through the post-production stuff
0: wanting your, your music to say something that you truly felt or that you wanted it to say. Some people might feel compelled to say, oh my gosh, everyone around me is releasing. I need to just put something out there. Right. Maybe it's not your best work, but you're like, I just need to be out there. It's nice that you took the time to say, I want to make sure I'm putting out a quality product.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't necessarily in any rush because I knew this was going to be a bigger undertaking than I wanted to. The growth to uh, reflect that, like, oh, okay, he's been doing something since that last thing,
0: and it also kind of reminds me of Adele. She was putting out an album like once every four years, but when that album hit, it hit, and people really resonated with it. And so, like, some people could say, "Oh, well, she only released three albums thus far," but I'm like, "Yeah, but those three albums were like really good albums." (laughs) And so when you were in your writing stage, I'm so interested in this topic. So when you're in your writing stage, how do you know, okay, this lyric is done or this arrangement? How do you know when to call it?
1: Sometimes it depends on format. Like you may have an idea for a hook for something that'll kind of get people's ears, whether it be melodic or just rhythmic. Sometimes it'll just be an overall theme and then you kind of have to build from there. But there are, you know, conventional song formats we found that people like to listen to. We'll have verse, chorus, verse, sometimes a bridge, something like that. So just kind of playing around with those song structures can help you find the end point. The thing I think is the bigger trick is finding the lyrics you want to say, and then being able to look back on them and listen back to them later, and not be like, "Mm," or listening to a a take that you recorded and not being like, I got, I got to re-record that. That doesn't something doesn't sound right. The main part of this project was the writing prompt people can go back onto my instagram token genius music and probably find a post like where i showed the 20 questions i asked myself i called it 2020 hindsight when it wasn't necessarily about the year 2020 it was like 20 questions about my 20s like there i think 10 were professional slash career slash creative base and then There were 10 like relationship based ones. So, your relationships with family, friends, the kind of women I'm into, or whatever, being single. So, I I had like a prompt to go off of. And then from there, we're just like, all right, be as honest as you can answering those questions.
0: It's almost like journaling. Like, let me get all my thoughts out on this topic. And then go back and say, what about this can I use towards building a song? So when you were talking about writing, you were getting those thoughts down, you were starting to build your lyric. And we've also seen over the last year, like how much life has been interrupted. How did you stay motivated and how did you find time to be creative?
1: Throughout the early stages, I was doing a series on IGTV, like just rapping, doing like a 16 bar verse to a song that I like. And it was it uh ranges the gamut from something off of Lord's melodrama album to Feels Like Summer by Childish Gambino to like a beat from another rapper that I'm a fan of. Those I would just you know put up. Here's my one performance take, and it would only serve as kind of current events, I, I'd be kind of touching on. Topics um, like that with things that were going on and how they made me feel. That was kind of an an outlet while I had this big, you know, prompt in mind for the album. That allowed me to be more in the moment and also kind of start to use social media to like interact and kind of check in. Versus is really the prime example. Versus is this series which started at the beginning of quarantine, It started through these two, you know, super well-known legendary producers having a beat battle between each other, created by uh, Timbaland and Swiss Beats, kind of like giving artists in hip-hop and R&B, kind of giving them their flowers while they're here. They did a battle, and that was kind of the first verses, but they've done, you know, different ones. This past one for Mother's Day weekend was like 90s R&B one, which was really cool. Basically going song for song with two artists or groups. There's 20 rounds in total. One group or artist starts for the first 10 and then it flips. They started with doing it on Instagram Live. And now they also have it on like Triller, Bought versus Company. I think they're trying to start expanding to other areas though like the music format makes the most sense going song for song that was like the most obvious example that was like the the one thing a lot of us you know were excited about coming you know into you know quarantine because we got to see it like grow in real time but you know a look behind the curtain
0: what is your favorite single or what is your favorite song off the album what's one you're like really excited that's going to come out
1: i think well the title track just because of like uh the the musical element of it like i wrote the main piano part i think around spring semester of my sophomore year thinking i wouldn't use it or ever use it on a token genius project like it might be like oh it might be cool if like to write you know like a little jazz piece
0: mm-hmm. or
1: something you know small ensemble and then I end up using it just because it, you know, it worked. It fit. Like it was always, yeah. Like I, like I had the main part of it written like sophomore year. And then the what's the bridge in that song? I wrote that in the lounge of McCain where I lived junior and senior year
0: mm-hmm. up
1: on Laird. So yeah, that had been like sitting like eight years. I didn't really have a, place for it until I started writing for this project.
0: Yes. Full circle. You're finally like pulling things out of the archive in a sense.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, that's so cool. And you don't really realize how much work goes into creating these songs, like hours, hours of like work. That's crazy. What do you think has been like the longest one that took to come to completion?
1: Cause I do try to like knock out songs within a day doing the volatility of the voice, it can kind of sound different on one day. So you want to kind of get the material for like a uniformity sake or at least certain sections like the hooks and and components like that to sound the same. Might be the title track of uh Tony Wanting. When you think about the writing too, like in addition to writing the main piano part, I'm pretty sure I rewrote one or two of the verses there's like yeah a third verse in the bridge section that's like shorter and then just re-recording the the vocals and then I'll have to probably in order to get like the impact I want I'll probably have to spend a little bit longer on that mixing so I would think that'll be the one right there
0: is there a specific line from any of the songs that you're like, I love this line. This just was such a great line and you're just so proud of it.
1: The hook on what I think may be a second single, there's a song called Millennial Rant,
0: mm. where
1: it's basically an intro and like a hook basically bookends the song. And it's just a longer verse in the middle. I and mean, like the hook is like a play on words of like the ticking of a clock referring to time. No, I'm not on TikTok. No, I don't on a wristwatch with the big rocks. I just know that I can't let another second tick by. Oh I'm my skip, God, I by. love that. Yeah, it's like in the space of two bars, it's just, it's, it's catchy, it's relevant, like poking fun at me being a, I guess an older millennial, who's not necessarily into TikTok, doesn't necessarily like get it and being okay with that. And then also the theme of this album being, you know, like what I'm doing with my time, like what I want to do going forward.
0: How do you know what's going to be the title when you're working on a song?
1: Sometimes it's in the, like, you know, it's right there in the chorus. For Disconnected, I I wanted to kind of have a response line to the line you hear from the chorus. I didn't just want to have the chorus by itself. So that's how, you know, Disconnected came about from that. Like I had to right in little pieces to fit there there is also another there is a song on here called fmk like not directly referring to you know the game fuck mary kill
0: mm. but it's a,
1: but i have i don't know how i came up with it at work one night like i centered the hook around like fuck the bullshit i'm married to the game killing the competition or whatever, something something like that. Or killing the instrumental. Like so I was able to like put it together that way. So it, it comes about like a, a bunch of different ways. That one might be in terms of what, what it speaks on as well. And the fact that I'm using I use this mic uh on it as opposed to my other like mic, which is a different style. This one's dynamic. The other one is uh condenser which is more for traditional vocals. Even though this is a classic mic, it's used everywhere, but you see it a lot in broadcasting, less in music applications.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, because it can be, you know, you, you may have to like EQ in a sense. It's, you know, definitely like a warmer sound and getting it to sit. It, yeah, it's like basically a very...
0: Is there? Any advice you could share for someone listening, for those wanting to make music, a little motivating tip about how to either not get in your own head or or like something you wish you had either told yourself or had known to keep you going?
1: For the person like just starting out or maybe just looking to start, Um, making music I would say to gauge what you may already have like you just start to use like the the little bit of resources you have because it's going to be about finding your voice at first more so than getting the technical stuff down I'm sure people can trace the early days and compare them to now and like you, you hear it's more about like what you were trying to do you just had a message you just had something to say, you wanted to get it out, and over time that's when you would start to, you know, worry about you know the audio quality, things like that. But at first it's just going to be about figuring out what you want to say and how you
0: want to say it. Yeah. I think that's a really great tip. We're also going to link the new single, we'll have a link down below in the show descriptions for everyone to go check it out. It's a really great song and it's a nice taste for the album to come. And Taryn, it's always a pleasure having you on the show. And one thing that we wanted to hit on with this episode was just speaking to those people that may feel like they're not reaching the certain level or they're not on the same wavelength or timeline as some other people. Was there anything in particular you'd want to say to someone who might be feeling that way as well?
1: There's a quote from Donald Glover, who goes by a bunch of many names. Of course, he's a a polymath, some people would say. He was talking about happiness, saying like happiness is a process. Because I know uh, this pandemic has affected a lot of people in various ways, be it socially, economically. And and of course, mentally. So to that regard, like it's more of a a process just figuring out what's been getting at you, what's keeping you from being happy with where you're at while not necessarily being, you know, satisfied. It's like it's just going to be an ongoing thing that you have to work at a little bit each day. You have to have the understanding that some days you're not going to get the result you want when you're making a, a project, like say an album to bring it back to the creatives. There are going to be days where you, you strike out or you, you know you don't end up using something, but the idea is to keep showing up each day. So that's what I would say to people you know currently going through something. Understand that there will be bad days, but the idea is that you stack more good days up than, than bad ones. Just stack up you know, more wins than losses, so to speak.
0: Yeah. The more times you try, the more times you have an opportunity to win. Right. Love that. And so Taryn, why don't you give a shout out to your socials? That way people know where to find you.
1: All right. Yeah. It's Token Genius, T-O-K-E-N, Genius, on Facebook and Twitter. And I'm probably the most active, though, on Instagram. And that's Token Genius Music.
0: So we'll make sure to link all those links below. And so, Taryn, as you know, as a guest previously on the show, I always end the episode with one final question. We had heard your answer of what would be one thing you'd tell your younger self in the last episode. So if you're curious to hear the answer to that, I strongly encourage you to go listen to the last episode we did together. But today, I wanted to wrap up this interview by asking you, if you could tell yourself one thing at the beginning of COVID, what would you tell yourself?
1: I already had this thought process once the tri-state started peaking and things were shutting down like mid-March, but I would tell myself two words, buckle up. I I never really looked for it throughout this whole time, but don't look for the the quick out because you really have to be patient. You're kind of relying on other people to do the right thing as well, which we know can be difficult. So do what you need to do. Take this time where you're not going to be able to move the way you may normally move and make the best of it.
0: Well, Taryn, thank you so much for coming on the So Rude podcast. Keep your ears and eyes open for the second album. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on the podcast. I really enjoyed having you.
1: Thanks. It was uh, good to be back on another great convo and, um, sure a lot of people will be interested based on the topic.
0: Yeah, I think so too. And for everyone listening, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the So Rude Podcast. I hope you found a lot of tips and tricks and things that resonate with you, whether you're in the creative space or not. There's so many valuable lessons to be learned from this episode. I'm going to link the previous episode, all of Token Genius Taryn's links down below. So that way you can check them out. And if you're not already, make sure you follow me on Instagram at so And as always, have a fantastic day and chat soon. Bye.